you just dropped off. I saw you still on, but I couldn't hear you. Yeah, no, me neither. At one point, uh, after I finished talking, it was completely silent on your end. Um, anyway, let's hope this works. <laughs> yeah, well, we, these segments back together, so let's okay. maybe just start it again. So, yeah, I'm talking to Kendra Black, and she has a brand new song out, a single. It's on all, it's on Spotify, it's on Apple Music, right? It's on all the streaming yes. platforms. Um, so did you, um, you didn't hear that, did you? Uh, not really. What was that? Okay. Um, so, um, we want to talk about the song Dangerless and hello. Hello. You're still there, right? Yes. Okay. So let's uh, talk about your new song, Dangerless, and you have it out there on all the streaming services. And um, you were talking before about the production, so maybe we can talk about the production and who worked on it. Definitely. So I worked on the um, beat uh, with uh, the producer Enrico Tiberi from Italy, and he's the same producer that also worked on uh, the beat of uh, Show Me Off, one of the tracks from The Edge. Um, And also Tonight. Um, the first single I released. Uh, so yeah, he was very good at um, really uh, putting the beat together, following what my idea was and what my purpose was in the song that I wanted to bring forward, which is basically um, using love as strength, um, as opposed to, you know, some destructive behaviors that people often fall into uh, when things get hard. So really seeing love as something that makes you stronger, definitely not weaker. Yeah. So dangerless is like where somebody might go and do something that's kind of, uh, like they get into a situation where they're putting them, themselves at risk. Uh, no, actually um, dangerless means, uh, free of danger. So in a totally safe zone. Yeah. That was what I was trying to say. It was like, either you're not putting yourself in that yeah. place. Got um, like, yeah, sometimes people put themselves in kind of a, like a, maybe a hazardous situation. It's kind of like uh, reckless. And then what you're saying is dangerless. Is there, there is no sense of that recklessness um, that you still, you're having this connection and it, it, it's dangerless. And so it's actually positive. It's not being self-destructive. You're not kind of sabotaging yourself by doing something. Yeah, that's, with that's definitely right? a good, uh, a good angle. Uh, it's very interesting. Thank you. No, the way I, uh, had thought of it when I created the song was basically, uh, not, um, having, let's say lack of danger in the relationship, but the relationship itself feeling like it lacks danger, but it can be reckless. It can be completely crazy. You know what I mean? But still like using love and, feeling dangerless in that moment because you are in a safe place basically so you're in a safe place and so maybe you're doing something that's a little risque but you're still exactly because the whole idea of love is risque in itself you know it's it's definitely not a safe place you know but really feeling dangerless because uh you want that person and that's that's your strength basically so it's not gonna it's not gonna hurt you, but you could have some risk involved, but it's not gonna be a bad risk, like like a bad love. Yeah. It's more more like it's not a bad love. It might be risque, it might have that passion, 
and you know those things aren't bad and but they might be a little you know out there a little bit but you're not totally putting yourself in, in harm's way that that's the idea right yeah i guess although like i really like yeah. wanted to insist on the personal power you feel when your love is what's making you feel basically indestructible when you when your love is so oh, infinite oh. that that's what's giving you strength. You know, like I say in a song tonight, I'm feeling dangerless because I want you, not because this is safe or because you're there for me. No, it has nothing to do with that, but because I know that I want you. So like, I thought that was a very beautiful concept to write about. Okay, so it's kind of like the strength. In order to, to love somebody else, you gotta love yourself. You gotta know what you wanna do. And so you're saying the person is really st- strong in terms of they know what they want. They, they're, you're feeling it. So yeah. Or like a soldier that, obvious, right? you know, whose motivation, what drives him is basically the love he has for somebody that he left at home while he's fighting, you know? So it's more like the, the, the push, the, you know, mm-hmm. that love gives you. So yeah, that's what I wrote about. <laughs> That's 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 really cool. I I like the idea of how how you did it, and it and in the, in the song itself, it has a lot of build ups in terms of the rhythm uh, changes. You know, it's got kind of a of a slow yeah. beat, but then it kind of speeds up on the drop, and it's got a lot of a lot of interesting uh, like um, layering of your vocals and, and layering of the synth of the of the keyboards or the sounds, and, and it has a really um, interesting sound to it to it like you know a pop type of song it's got a cool structure that it, I, find, I find it's like interesting it's, it's, it's some songs that kind of like run formulas and this doesn't seem for run their formula it seems a little a little d- different you know in its approach I thanks like, that's like, really I what like i was trying to achieve so that you know this progression would help uh the song really get deep under your skin <laughs> Yeah, it's just, I like the way that, that the whole production. So you you basically came up with the original concept and you worked with your producer to, to get it, to flesh it out to this level, right? So so you had your original idea yeah. and then you were able to kind of make it with more with the different techniques that he brought to the Definitely. Table. And also, I feel like right. working with different people when you push your own stuff forward really helps because uh it can't be like you have to have somebody just um like accompany it or feel it with their view you know what i mean because it's very cool to put um forward stuff that you really feel Mm -hmm. from like the depth of your heart but you need a second person to i don't know add a cool drum line that you're like okay that's what it was missing you know like anything there has to be that one element, you know, that somebody really adds on yeah. to. Yeah, I tell you, yeah. Yeah, that's a question. Because, like, if you're, when you're, like, a solo artist, you're a solo performer, um, but you work with producers and, you know, multiple producers and different musicians and stuff that you work with, compared to, like, if you're in a band. Like, if you're in a band, you've got your, your, your bandmates bring, bring to the table, you know, yeah. how, how you actually put that together. But when you're a solo artist, you work with like maybe multiple producers. Can you kind of describe, describe that? I mean, have, 
have you thought about maybe using like a, uh, it's a more about uh, building uh, all the time. you know a group um, of people that you yeah. work with that you can trust and that you like uh, the way they work of course and going back to those people not necessarily going like from one to the other for the sake of having different content but because you're driven to work with them and you know for a certain project you may need the skills of a certain person and then another one but honestly like the more people you have that you can trust and that you can work with the better and then it's up to you as an artist to really pick and choose what to do and when and in, you know in the smartest way of what's going on right now in the music industry album right you cut off for a second uh can you repeat okay. that please <laughs> sorry yeah, but yeah the, que- the question is that this is part of a new project that you're going to have a full record right that go- this goes with yes although i'm yeah. not yet sure if dangerless is going to be in the album probably yes oh. but okay. uh yeah because it was released as a, as a single as its own thing but it might be in the album it might not um it's definitely in the same um, kind of taste as the rest of the new album and the content has. But, like, I'm really excited about everything that I'm going to be showcasing in the new project because it's even more uh, forward than Dangerless at this point in where I am in my music career. So, yeah. So Dangerless was just a taste. Um, and the new album cool. is going to be very interesting. And honestly, it might feature Dangerless as well, you know? can't hurt to have it in many places at the same time <laughs> yeah it's kind of good to have it part of it. but you know you never know because if you end up building a whole record and maybe by the time you build it maybe it doesn't fit anymore um but yeah you never know because when you I, I mean i work on records and stuff and sometimes the track list changes as you get different ideas yeah so suddenly if you have a full theme like you have i think you this album has a theme, right? It's, it's like a full concept, right? It does, yeah. It has a very distinct theme, which basically I'll, I will be revealing when the album is out just because uh, it's something that you will have to figure out as you listen to the album, which is really cool because uh, I feel like having a theme in an album not only helps with the engagement, but also it gets you to think, think in a, you know, in a good, mm-hmm. carefree way as music helps people to think. Uh, and it just adds to the whole experience, you know, like I'll want to listen to album A rather than album B if album A has a story or something that can ha- get me hooked upon it, you know, or something I can go back to. Yeah, so I think that's really cool, um, the way you're thinking there. And and like you said, I think we, we had talked, you know, on a different conversation about how this this album is kind of like a, a somewhat of a concept, right? Yes. The how much of that can you reveal? <laughs> I don't want to like throw, throw the whole thing, but how much could you tell your fans about like kind of high level? Well, basically, what, um, what the idea, the content and uh, purpose and direction of this album is going to be to get people to really not uh, not put any breaks on who they really are, you know. Uh, and really find that whatever thing that drives them and just go for it, no matter what that is, not letting anybody or anything tell them how they should feel or appear, you know, in, in life. So yeah, that's, that's all I can say. 
Okay, so it's kind of like it make make sure you don't let people like take away your individualism or, or more are, along the lines you know, of don't let whatever surrounds you uh contaminate who you are, you know, like just because um something may not be uh I don't know, appreciated in a certain society, it doesn't mean that you can't like it, you know, or I don't know, a genre of music or a type of art or something. So, I mean, I just made an example there, but basically staying true to who you are and using everything around you as tools to create something new and not to change your programming, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you got to let you be you. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because that a lot of people come up with that. That working on that's a line from a song I'm actually working on. <laughs> but but yeah, a lot of people have the same kind of concepts in different ways. Um, yeah, so that, that's really thank you in in a live in live in live venues, right? Please repeat that one more time. You cut off again. Oh, sorry. Um, you've been playing um, Dangerless in live shows? Yes. Right? I perform regularly in the New York City area, um, performing at Knitting Factory on July 2nd. And uh, that show is going to be um, very different because it's going to be featuring the new tracks from, um, you know, my project I'm currently working on. Plus, of course, the classics, you know, such as my track with Snoop Dogg and Airpack Jet and all that. And Dangerless, of course, my latest release. But most of all, it's going to be showcasing the new stuff or some of the new stuff that I'm going to be releasing at the end of the summer. Um, so yeah, tickets are on my website and I hope everybody can check it out. And if they can make it, it's going to be an awesome show. <laughs> so you're going to do some new tracks from the brand new record um, that you know hasn't come fully out yet. You're going to have some of that some of the new yes. songs that aren't published yet, right? You're going to play in your, in your set. That's awesome. Yeah. A lot of people will get to hear, you know, some of the new stuff. So, so are you going to, are you using, like, when you do a live show and you get the reaction to some of the new songs, is that kind of, like, um, do you use how, how people react to kind of further work on the material or decide, well, you know, um, based normally on the not, you make decisions? But of course, it, it really helps to see how people react to your stuff because it means, you know, that they'll like it or that they don't like it. But um, usually when I first create something, I don't um, look at reactions. I just try to create something from a place, you know, inside. And then when it's done, I'll check to see how people like it what people think of it criticism stuff to make it better before it's released or recorded you know but I feel like the first step has to be you sitting with the beat and just uh feeling it or you know with your words and then figuring out a way of accompanying it you know really taking some time to create from you because if you let people um listen too early or give you recommendations too early, it can really affect a product, I think. 
Yeah, because you never know. Because some people they might hear. Yeah, or they may be new, like, "Oh, you song. should add a little more oh, 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 not, in this part." It, it's like you know, it's so like personal what everybody likes, and also me as an artist, uh, I switch from music to music because I love listening to different things. So if you ask me what my favorite song is today or what I like about it today, it's gonna be different from my answer in two weeks from now. I'm gonna be like, "Oh, right now I'm really into this trap thing." You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's so so subjective. Oh, so yeah, so it's kind of like point in time. Yeah, so it's point in time. So sometimes you don't want to actually maybe uh, get influenced. Like some, sometimes you you do you do like you put down a, a track, right? And yeah. it had that feeling at the time you did it, right? And and sometimes you can't actually get back to it. In some ways, you can keep on doing takes, and then you find out take number three is actually the best one. You could go do ten more, and then still number three is like the best feeling ahead for some reason you were in the zone that day and if you you know keep on going at it you can kind of like yeah no definitely it's important to um really have different versions as well of what you're doing you know to then compare and be like okay is it getting better or worse luckily i have the version i wrote yesterday and that was good enough i didn't need to you know get crazy on it (laughs) yeah and you don't want to necessarily be influenced when you're trying to get, you have your vision and you can't sometimes don't let other people kind of detract your vision. Um, so it's like, like, you know, I can understand, you know, what, what you're saying there. That's really interesting. And um, um, yeah, it's just, it's just cool to see your projects going forward and, and, and uh, material uh, when it fully comes together whether dangerous or not <laughs> but um, yeah it'd be cool either way thank you I'll definitely forward um, any links to previews and live recordings and all that uh, yeah because especially for like this project I'm really mm-hmm. so you put uh, yeah, are you putting together more oh, music I videos will be. for the other tracks? Or do you have additional videos already? I will sampled? be, but um, it's something that will come later when the tracks are recorded. So, yeah, could you still work? No, yeah, first step is the show, then it's putting the album together and releasing it, and once it's released, then we'll be releasing the music videos. <laughs> Weird, can I sometimes... And, you know how they work some people work kind of visually and then they come up with like the video uh, like w- right when they're doing the record and other people more traditional way um but, but you know everybody works in different ways so you find out when you talk to different artists they have different yeah we're gonna You are cutting off a little bit. Do? Uh, please repeat the last part. <laughs> It'll be everywhere at all. Oh, God. You're you're cutting off really bad. Oof. I, I can't understand what you're saying. It's very, like, uh, it comes in and out. Can, can you find the new material? 
Can you hear me? Hello? Hello? It's very, like, robotic. It's coming in and out. I don't really... Uh, I can't understand uh, your words. You able to hear me now? Now seems better. Okay. I don't know what happened with it. Okay, great. Yeah, no, now it's fine. Now it's fine. Sorry about that. You never know what's going on with these connections. Yeah. Um, so, so what I was asking is like where your new material is going to be found. Uh, is it going to be like on Spotify, Apple Music, traditional? Um, yeah, so it's going to be like out this. on um, Apple Music, uh, iTunes, Spotify, um, Amazon, YouTube, Vivo, and of course, SoundCloud. Um, and yeah, and I'm going to be having everything up on my website, of course, KendraBlackMusic.com. And if you follow me on socials, Kendra Black Music, uh, you can find, you know, everything that I post and latest updates about when stuff is going to be out and where it's going to be found as well. Are you going to be playing? I think you had said before that you're going to play some shows overseas. Yes. Yeah, I'm leaving um, right after my show at Knitting Factory. Brooklyn on July 2nd and then I'm gonna fly to Italy and I'm gonna have a couple shows out there uh throughout the month of um July and then I'm coming back at the beginning of August and I'll be in New York again. Is there any thought to film anything you're doing in Italy or probably yeah it's definitely gonna be part um not only of my uh shows but also an active part of what I'm creating right now so I'm definitely gonna try and get as much inspiration as possible and, um, you know, as many, as much footage and as many like resources I can gather basically. Cause Italy is a magical place, especially for my music. I always find that it's so rejuvenating and I can really have the mental space to create really good things when I'm there. I also wanted to mention that your, your active wear is a big part of your whole, um, project and everything you do right so you you promote that when you're doing your shows right yes plus it's actually made um here in italy or designed here in italy and then made in europe so um yeah it's nice to be here and you know have people that help me bring this to life really like see it you know and uh see it at shows and just witness you know people trying it on and being interested and by the way my activewear is all at my shows so um whenever you know people come in for the show it's always at a reduced price compared to the website which is something uh i want to like keep this way for a long time because i think it's pretty cool you know you get to see the show and you get your opportunity to buy whatever you saw online that you liked but for cheaper so yeah <laughs> everybody's that's happy the, that's, the, that's the way you know artists today have to use the merchandising to uh you know because your streaming sales are hard to actually you know earn a lot of income on um just the way the industry is now uh, so yeah live, exactly it's funny because show. like streaming sales are basically like the you know what you well when you stream like a song and when somebody like downloads it from apple music and everything that's how you earn except what we earn is definitely not enough you know so you have to have a lot of people download your stuff and stream it and all that 
Yeah, it was kind of gone to a to a. I was watching this documentary, and they were talking about like Prince and how he was such an innovator, and he had realized that he wasn't making the money on the records like he did during the Purple Rain day. day. Yeah, and, you know, he'd be lucky if he could sell a hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he's a Prince, and so he switched to this live model, where he do these live shows and he's making like millions on the tours. Of course, and it, it was through the the merchandising. And, and uh, you know, the shows is where, in a, a lot of music people who were talking about this, his birthday was like on the 7th, were saying that he was kind of very innovative in seeing that that's the way the industry was going, that, that you had to come up with a way to, you know, get your material out to the people. And he started selling like records through like newspapers, through like Target, and, you know, through different alternative means. And at the shows, um, as as a way to actually get the music to the fans without going through the middlemen and stuff. So, yeah, there's a lot going on in the indie, um, you know, market now. Um, that was kind of he, he was he was doing a lot of things that a lot of artists are doing now because they, they kind of have to. But he was seeing that, that it was changing. It yeah, comes from the time when it wasn't like that. Um, <laughs> but you know, it changes, and you kind of got to change with it. Yeah, there's nothing you can do but go with the flow. But also, there's a saying I heard that I really like, which is, if you don't like the business, then change the business, you know? So I do believe that no matter what the music industry will become, good or bad, there's always a way of changing it in both directions, you know? So the people that really want to make a difference in this industry and really are, you know, confident and powerful enough to just be themselves to an extent where they change the way people get into the music industry and people absorb the music industry then go for it you know what i mean yeah well like the today that the model is you get on youtube you get on social media you know the twitter and tumblers and all the different social media facebook and you get to your fans directly and then you communicate with your fans you talk to them um you find ways to you know get product to them like you're like your your, your clothing line your, your active wear people then feel connected to you because then they have a piece of something art or work that you do. And I yeah. think that seems to be the way people are able to move forward and, and still be successful in this finding creative ways to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. So I think it's really cool that, that you've got a lot of things going on. You came from dance, you incorporate the dance, you do doing music, you're incorporating your active wear, You've got a lot of cool things going on. You got a lot of ideas. You got a themed album coming, which is kind of like you know, back in the '70s and the '80s, there was a lot of albums that were themed, and that's that's really interesting. I like to see that, and um, you know, you got a lot of singer-songwriter aspects to your music. It makes it very interesting, and I think that's why you know people should listen to Kendra Black because you've got a lot of cool things going on, and you're you're really hitting the pulse of a lot of what's going on in music today. And, and I really like to see that. In Thank you. I, uh, I talked to. So. so is there anything you want to talk to your fans about before um, we go? Yeah, I really hope everybody can make it to my show on July 2nd uh, at Knitting Factory. Uh, there's going to be uh, cool people opening for me as well, like Julio Cesar, Vita Black, uh, Simple Lovers, Talib, um, Luana Joy, and I think that's it. I hope I remembered everybody. 
um, and the activewear is going to be on sale. You're going to be able to hear the new songs. But most importantly, even if you can't make it to the show, if you're in music right now, just please make sure that you use your potential to the fullest and just pour it all out in everything you're creating because that's ultimately what's going to what's gonna be your gateway to success if that's where you're going for. Or, you know, success in life. It doesn't have to be in fame. It can mean success in your own personal journey. So, yeah. <laughs> well, those are good words to, to live by. I think a lot of artists out there, they listen to you. You know, it's probably a lot of people that listen to you that are musicians or singers or songwriters themselves, and they get inspired by seeing someone like you be, you know, making it. And so I think that's really cool. It's a good, it's a good to have role models that are positive and moving forward. And so I think that's really cool for a lot of the young women and men out there to see that you're doing it. And I think that that's like the best kind of kind of example <laughs> you can give. Thank you. Right. So I, I look forward to your new project coming out. And as you get closer, you know, we can if we can preview it and, and get the, the kinks out of this process. We're still, you know, using the new anchor platform. We like it. And like I said, uh, we're going to be able to include um, Dangerless as a segment. For, um, just to let everybody understand. Uh, the segment part of the anchor system that allows you to attach a full song from Apple Music or Spotify is only um, listenable within the anchor system. So if you if we send like somebody a link to this podcast and they, and they listen to it on anchor, they can listen to your song as a segment. If Got we it. include Dangerous or we include um, any other any of your other material if we want to, um, um, this will also get published to Spotify podcast and to Apple uh, podcast. So just if you go out to Spotify or Apple and you type in Phantom Electric Ghost, you'll, you'll find this podcast published within a day. And so you'll be able to, you know, actually listen to it as a full podcast. Um, it's different than what we were doing on Spearman. You actually get to hear this as a full podcast. So that's different than what we did before. So thank you. And I'll send you all the information on it and, yeah, with this time, I think we've got it. I got it. You know, we still had a little bit of bug, but, you know, we're moving forward. And I, I, I enjoyed talking to you. And everybody should go out and listen to Kendra Black on all the streaming services. Listen to Dangerless. Listen to her other material. It's out there. You can find it on all the services, Tidal, Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere, SoundCloud. Um, yeah, we enjoyed talking to you, Kendra. And we look forward to um, seeing your material get out there to the whole world. Thank you. Same here. Italy Looking when, forward. When you get there. <laughs> yeah, have a great time in Italy when you get there. I'm like, I wish I could go. <laughs> Thanks. See Talk very I would soon. Love to see you. Yeah, I'd love to see you there. I would <laughs> if I could find a way to get get to a show in Italy. That would be like that's a dream. <laughs> oh yeah, that's gonna be a lot of fun. I can't wait. Okay. Bye. Bye.